space, the final frontier. Space Station Ashland sits on the edge of Federation space with its companionship, the USS Dalamis Christian. The space around them is full of mystery and strange wonders, where secrets are kept and danger lurks around every corner. The crew of the Dalamis Christian must navigate treacherous waters as they work to protect the Federation. But as they peer into the unknown, they will discover that the line between friend and foe is not always clear. They will be tested like never before and will face challenges that will push them to their limits. Join us on this adventure as we explore the farthest reaches of space and uncover the hidden truths that lie within the shadows. Tabletop Journeys presents Star Trek Preservations. Welcome, everybody, to Tabletop Journeys, presentation of the Star Trek Adventures role-playing game by Modifius Entertainment, and our actual play, Star Trek Preservations. Here with the crew of the Dalamis Christian, the name of the episode is Accuse in Feanum. We have our cast tonight in no particular order than that which they show up on my screen. I'm going to introduce us to our ship's engineer. I'm David. I'm playing Lieutenant Avidian Tanari, our Andorian engineer. Our tactical officer. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm playing Ocean, the Andorian tactical officer. I'll be playing Derek Shaw. He is from a human from the Frontier Colony, the exo of the ship. Longtime listener of the show and longtime friend of Lee, Marty Napier. Thank you. And without further ado, the captain of our fine ship. Thank you, everyone. My name is Joe Harney, and I am playing Commander Sabian Tabor, captain of the USS Delamish Christian. Excellent. And with that, we are going to jump right into today's adventure. And Captain, would you kindly start us off, please? Sure thing. Captain's Log, Stardate 57454.71. The Dolomish Christian continues its assignment to find a suitable planet for the Zindi aboard the ship Zixthra, that can carry out their brooding rituals as part of their life cycle for up to one million new life forms. The errors of the past matter very little now, as the word and reputation of the Federation are on the line. Most importantly, the Zindi will settle somewhere to hatch their young, and if it is on a world that is inhabited by sentient life, it would mean genocide. Over the past month, we have surveyed 16 planets and moons in seven different systems in an effort to find a world that will work for all parties involved. So far, none have been suitable. Some were rejected by the Federation Diplomatic Corps due to the emergence of semi-sentient life, and others failed due to the unique scanning challenges resulting from subspace distortions in this region of space. 
Many, however, were deemed unappealing to the Zindi, including the best candidate suggested by Lieutenant Commander Shaw. We are running out of time, and the crew and I have our work cut out for us. We have to find a solution, and just good enough will not be good enough. End log. Captain Sir, we've reached the next star system. Need Very you good, the Take us out of orbit and begin our standard scanning protocols. I'll be there shortly. I'm assuming you go out to the bridge? Yep. From the ready room, the doors slide open. Excellent. Louis, just a little bit of background information on what's been going on. Do we have any Zindi on board, or is that is that ship following us? That ship is remaining at Aslan Station. Basically, Pritchard and the Zindi ambassadors feel that the Zixthra, if it were out in space, they could get antsy and just go pick a planet on their own. So they're trying to keep them there until you signal back. We found the spot. The places you're looking are all within range. That's They've kept them there so that they don't just decide that's where I want to go and be damned with whoever's there. And I assume Ensign Crix is still with the Zindi? According to the crew manifest, we haven't had our chief science officer in a while or still being debugged. So I'm going to turn to the next in commit and next in charge in the science team, which is Alik Ohm, our Kellyan science officer. And just science, what are we showing on the scan so far? Well, sir, we uh, have just reached the system. The system has a primary star. It's uh, an M4 red subdwarf star. And there are just a few planets within the within this planetary system. Bear with me one moment, sir. I'm uh, gathering the readings for you now. Of course. I sit down on my bridge chair and patiently cross my legs and wait for initial reports to come in from initial scans. There are seven worlds in the system, and we'll have to begin our specific scans based on the, the Zindi protocols at this time, sir. Would you like me to begin? Of course. Excellent. This is where I'm going to lead us to our game's very first extended challenge. To match the Zindi needs, there's a specific type of scan protocol, and it starts with a system-wide scan known as a Lifeform Viability Classification Scan, or LFVCS. That's Lima, Foxtrot, TAC, Victor, Charlie. The system scan is known as the Broadband Lifeform Viability Scan. Now, if successful, the scan will reveal any and all planets or planetoids suitable for further detailed scanning. And then from a game mechanic standpoint, if this fails, there will be a percentage chance of error that you will be aware of. So you'll know what the percentage percentage chance would be based on your success with this extended challenge. Because we have not engaged in an extended challenge for this actual play yet, I am going to give you the details on how this will work so it makes sense. And I will do my best to not be confusing about it. When I'm all set, Joe, if I've left anything out or if there's some clarification I need, please feel free to jump in and let us know. Yeah, yeah, the one thing I really like about extended tasks in this system 
is that it very much uses and has the same feel of the combat conflict resolution system. And so it literally is you are fighting against time. Correct. So this particular challenge, any test that you make within this particular challenge is going to have a standard difficulty of three that can go up or down based on critical successes or complications or advantages that you and the rest of the crew bring to bear in those situations. It has a resistance of two. So your number of successes minus the resistance equals the work done on the overall task. And then there's what's known as a magnitude of two, which means you need two breakthroughs on this particular extended challenge to succeed overall in the task. Work total for this is 15. Work, like stress in combat, it does have a big pile, but the actual number that is determines whether or not you succeed or fail at a extended task within time is actually the number of breakthroughs and the magnitude. Once you complete the work track, yeah. any successes are automatically a breakthrough. So you Correct. can do it the long way or by getting that five or more in a single hit. Like those are your two. Uh, so if you get five or more in any one shot, that equals a single breakthrough. So in this case with the resistance two, the number we're actually looking for is seven. I was not aware of that. Okay. Yeah. But that, and then if you if we can't if we get six and then six and then four and then we get to that fifteen and we get the one more than fifteen, bam, that's a, that's breakthrough. a breakthrough. And then the next time would be a breakthrough if we had sufficient time. Okay. So any successes after adjusted after resistance five or greater equals a breakthrough. Correct. Excellent. I did not catch that piece in my reading. That's actually very cool. Mimics the starship combat breaches and the personal conflict injury with mm -hmm. that five or more target number. Yep. Oh. That, that absolutely tracks. That makes it make a lot more sense. Thank you. I am using a tool provided by Heroes of Awesome. I'll actually drop a wink because it's actually got a nice little online tracker for extended tasks, which helped me piece together what I was reading because I could see it visually and it sets it up for you and is nice to follow. And it has some other options, like if there were limited time, limited number intervals, things of that nature, there's different ways to adjust this. And you said the magnitude of this was going to be what? Two. And the difficulty was three? Correct. Resistance was two. And the amount of work is 15. Resistance to work 15. Oh, I see. These are the number of attempts you data enter in. And it, oh, that's very neat. Yeah, it's pretty spiffy. <laughs> so with that, it is in the hands of the players as far as what, how you wish to approach this particular task. Each of you have the ability to do what you need, you would like to do to aid in this work. And out any ado, I'll start on the opposite side of my screen, Captain Tobor. Since this is like our 17th scan, we're all well familiar with it. So I'm going to just dive in and assist the science team because I'm with my scientific background and help them run the search 
I'll be refining as the search is going on. I'm refining the data and sending feedback from my console. This one looks good. This one's already. Don't bother completing the scan on that planet. It's already a ball of ice, so on and so forth. So I'm just making the dynamic correction to try and narrow down the search as quick as possible. Excellent. In that particular case, I think command and science would make the most sense. Okay. Those are both disciplines. So is there an attribute you're looking for insight or and or reason? Yeah, reason. And then whatever you feel most, command or science, whichever you feel would work best based on your direction. I'll give you dealer's choice on that. I'll take reason, command, because that gives me a 15. Now, I do have xenoanthropology. I don't know if that would help as a focus. I would say no in this particular case. As subspace theory, which I've recently picked up as a focus because of the conference we attended. I will, yeah, I will go with that because part of this is the challenge of dealing with the semi-localized or regionalized phenomena. Perfect. And then I'm only going to, I'm going to roll just the two and rely on the ship's sensors, science to help me out. And Adam, would you be kind enough to roll for the ship on sensor science? Sensors science would give us a 14. Okay. And I got a 9 and a 13, so I got two successes. Okay. I rolled a 15. So we're at 2 on this particular one. Ocean, how would you like to assist in this endeavor? I am less technical than some of my colleagues, but the systems, I've made a good effort to familiarize myself with all of the various systems and who runs them. Uh, So I will be looking to maintain the systems that are doing the scanning (laughs) to ensure that they are responding properly, that we are, that we're getting any any fuzzing feedback out of it, basically just trying to clean up the data as it's coming in. Excellent. Uh, In that case, I would definitely say reason and I'll go with security because clearing up incoming data, uh, I will go with a security function on that. Sounds good. Puts me at a 13. And is there anything assisting me with this, or do I need to look at building up threat? You can certainly do that. And speaking of building up threat, allow me to apologize. One of the things I did not mention is the threat level for this particular session, which happens to be three per player. I don't know. Do we want to draw a threat this soon? Is the ship going to help at all for this? Yeah, the ship will, the ship will help, yes. Okay, all right. If that's the case, then I'll just do, because I wasn't going to get three by myself. So what are we using for the ship? The ship Imagine is- computer security? Computer science? Yeah, I would say computers. I would say computer sensors on this one also, because it's still the computer sensors, and he's doing the data as far as the ship is concerned. So computers and sensors are both systems. Oh. So either, so we've got better sensors than computers. All right, then sensors in it. Sensor Perfect. security fourteen. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. And I'm at a thirteen. I have two successes, a nine and a ten. And who's rolling for the ship? I rolled, and I rolled a three. 
which is equal to our science rating. And because ships always count as having a focus, so that counts as critical success for two. Excellent. Nice. So that's a total of four successes, if I heard correctly, right? Excellent. So we are well on our way. We have two pieces of work accomplished at this stage. So extended so, tasks do not generate momentum? They do. And the task was three, so you've got a total of four. four. So that gives you two momentum as I do my math. And similar to the other extended task mechanics, you actually, to determine the number of work you roll, challenge dice equal to two plus your skill that oh. you used. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was just the number of successes. I didn't catch that part either. Excellent. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's a... It's a Pass fail for the success, and then it goes into how successful you are with the challenge dice. Okay, now that makes even more sense. Two plus your skill discipline. Okay. Ocean, what was your security rating? The security is five. All right, so you should roll seven dice. Seven d6 or seven, yes. If you have the Ch Star Trek challenge dice, if not, not d6 is when we can do the conversion. With ones being one success, one work, two being two, three, four being zero, and mm -hmm. five, six is one work plus an effect. Wow. So I got two sixes right off the bat. Three sixes, and the rest are all nothing. So now this is a task we you could spend a momentum to reroll any or all of those dice. Yeah, I'll reroll. I'll do that. I'll reroll the four dice that were lousy. Three fives and a one. Total. One more out of it. Yeah. Seven total. Yep. Lee, you said this task had a resistance of two, right? Correct. Seven down, so we got five work. So we get a break. We get five of the 15 work is completed. Yep. And since we got five or more, we got one of the two magnitude breakthroughs excellent and that brings so us we're halfway there halfway there dave all right what i like to do is leverage one of my focuses get me and my team working on a computer algorithm that'll help the science team analyze their data better okay so that my computer's focus can kick in okay so I would definitely say reason and uh, software engineering still engineering yeah yep. it's engineering so reason engineering all right that's a 14 and someone gonna roll for the ship that would be you Joe all right two tens two successes excellent right. definitely computer science then for an algorithm I think so all right, you need a 12 or 14. Okay. So we've got two. Two successes would not be enough to meet the three needed. Yeah, we don't have a re-roll at this time. Yeah. We are halfway done. 
the scan is taking a little bit longer than a, than it normally would take to get conclusive results, but it is still working and functioning. Okay. At this point in time, your science officer tries a few things, basically trying to make some minor adjustments to the yield uh, on the scans, making sure that they have a better ability to, to gather more of that data. You guys have done a wonderful job in getting more a better way to analyze the data that's there your science officer is focused on capturing more of that data to begin with hey uh, lee real real quick we the delanus christian itself has high resolution sensors correct which i believe provide a bonus in non-combat situations which is what we are so let me just check to see how that would impact any of yeah. the aforementioned roles Yes. Yeah, when we're not in combat, any successful task that is assisted by the ship's sensors gains one bonus momentum. Okay. So we want to say that the, the one that Ocean rolled, that we spent the momentum for the re-roll, that was the free, so we still have a momentum? Correct. So that leaves you with a total of two. All right. All right. All right. The science officer is going to roll... And that's going to be a reason science for her. She's got to roll under a 10. She has a, a 6 and a 12. So she's got 1. And then if somebody w- wishes to roll for the ship, somebody wishes to roll for the... And I should have asked if any if you all wanted to have the science officer spend any momentum for an extra die. I should actually have asked that question. I mean, out of 10, that's a low probability, so I'll probably save the momentum for okay. uh, another one. And I don't, it's a four, and none of our none of our ship departments has is a four better other than Khan. So you want to let me use Khan so we can fly the ship around <laughs> in a standard search pattern? I'll give it to you. All right. That would be a two successes. Which would be three? Yeah. And that's enough to pass. So then we need to go ahead and make her rolls. So she's rolling a D6 is based on her discipline score, correct? Two plus her discipline score, yep. So one, two, three, four, five. And she's got three deltas and two single pips. All right, that's going to be... Out of her five total? Yep. So we would have to go fishing for a lot more. The deltas are six, are six, right? Fives and sixes are deltas, but deltas in this scenario only matters if you have a talent, like okay. in the nick of time, or miracle worker, or something that triggers an extended task. Oh, okay. All right. We so- got five minus two, so we got three. Three work done, but only... But that didn't lead to a breakthrough. Okay. Got it. All right. And as I said, this is this type of scan is usually about 15 minutes. We're in the we're at the 5 minute mark. And we're back at the beginning. Captain. All right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to head over to the science station and use my I'm going to actually science on this one and start looking for 
patterns in, in subspace that is interfering with these scans and trying to filter out the noise as best as we can. Alrighty. Alright, let me tab over here. So again, another re reason science roll, I would assume? Yeah. Correct. Alright. I am going to spend a momentum to buy a third die. Alrighty. So that, hopefully, that's 13, 13, and 13, so three successes. Excellent. I've never, never actually rolled the same number three times, so that's was fun. And then, Dave, do you want to roll for the ship? Sensor Science, which is 14. Right okay. Now? Seven. All right. So four successes. That so, yields one momentum. So get the momentum we spent back for the from the task. Yep. Plus the extra one for the high resolution sensors. Yep. Two, three, four. I'm going to spend one momentum to reroll these three dice. So I got two more successes. So I got three, four, five, six. And I'm going to spend another momentum to just get a straight plus one success based off of the thing. So we get seven work minus two is five to get us to that magical breakthrough number. Excellent. Your sensors, you have your scan of the system. That is coming through now, sir. The first three worlds in system AL35455Q. The first world is a Neptune planet. The second world is a Jovian gas giant, Jovian style gas giant. Third world is a Class D rocky ice planet. And data's coming in on the additional planets now, sir. Fourth planet is a Class L world. Earth-like density, but with a molten core. Fifth planet is another planet with an Earth-like density, again with a molten core. This is a Class C geo-inactive planet. The sixth world... Class L, a little bit heavier than Earth average density, molten core. And the final world is a Jovian gas giant. Most importantly, it has three large moons, four medium moons, four smaller moons, six moonlets, and some rings. Any of those moons could prove to be useful for our purposes, depending on how they scan once we enter the system. Very good. Thank you, Science. Is that... Now, does two planet also have a set of moons? There, was there two two Jovian gas giants or just the one? There are two Jovian gas giants. That does have five large moons, five medium moons, five small moons, 16 moonlets, and it also has a series of rings. But it's a 3.17 astronomical units from this red dwarf star. Or the red giant star, so those are low probability chances. Let's start with the outer Jovian planet. Helm plot us a course for the outer Jovian planet. Maximum impulse. Aye, Captain. Course laid in, sir. All right. While he's giving those commands, I'd like to uh, 
begin a scan of the area for any warp signatures. Ooh, excellent. Just to confirm that we are alone in this system. All right. Can you... I would say security... I would say reason security on this one. Okay. Sounds good. 13 for me. Difficulty is going to be two on this particular challenge. Okay. Oh, I have to remember that. 13. No, I do not. I fail on both, but not okay. with a bungle. Okay. You don't pick up any signatures. Okay. With that, you move off towards the outer Jovian world. If joining the Tabletop Journeys actual play games sounds like the kind of fun you're looking for, be sure to check out patreon.com slash ttjourneys, where patrons of the Tabletop Journeys podcast not only get early access to all of our episodes, but they get the opportunity to play in our monthly actual play games, where the dice are wild and we make every roll legendary. We have the system information, the basics. There are two general locations with a lot of moons to check. When you get to that moon, you will have the opportunity to scan further. And But before you actually, Captain, you had actually said to go to that moon, just so you're aware, I want to give you some of the information that's important to note. While, there, while the time is running out, you still have about three weeks remaining, and there are four more potential systems in this sector that you can check. To get to the next one, it would be at least three full days as you fine-tune the process. The system scan is fairly quick. The more planetary-based or narrow band is a bit longer, measured in hours versus minutes. And then when you get to a specific planet that you register as being very useful, that scan can be measured in half of days, so 12 hours or more for those scans to conclude. From a time frame standpoint, you can stick with the two options you have now, or if you wanted to, you could move on to a different system. That's a choice you have as well, depending on how you'd like to proceed. But so far, you said to go to the first planet, and that's where you're headed. Yes, Lieutenant. We do have an option. We've got the Eagle, which has an advanced sensor suite on it. We could be scanning two worlds at once. I figured we would deploy all the runabouts in our mid-band scan of the gas giant moons to cut down on the time it'll take us to verify if any of these are M moons are M-class. I like what you, how you're thinking there, Lieutenant. Science officer does chime in and say, based on the nature of these protocols, it would take an advanced sensor suite such as the Eagle or the Dilemmas Christian to manage these scans. Standard sensors would not be able to handle this workload. So they will not be of use unless they were adapted in some fashion to handle this workload, which is also a possibility, sir. Good to know, Science. Thank you. Of course, Captain. So it just looks like we have the Eagle for backup. But since it's uh, almost a three-day journey to the next star system, I think we should take a couple hours to look around here and confirm there's no viable options before moving on. You've reached that planet. 
local star charts will refer to this planet as Vistar Viscon Sol. And so Viscon, the planet you're looking at is the gas giant, and that is going to be Viscon 7. And that's the one that has the multiple moons. Question for you, rule-wise. Yep. In terms of creating an advantage, could that be something like putting on an, a temporary advanced sensor suite on one of the other runabouts? Yes. As a matter of fact, it is. And I'm glad you asked because if that is something you're interested in doing, you can do so. It, however, is a bit of a gated challenge, which I have written down as an option for you. And so for a gated challenge, to add that, if you're going to upgrade the sensors on one of the other shuttles to be able to handle this work, there's a couple things that happen with that. One, it's got three steps. Step one, you're going to have to take the sensor array offline. Step two performs a manual diagnostics utilizing standard Starfleet engineering protocol. And step three, reinitialize the scanners. This will work, but it will drop your engine power for as long as you're doing it by two. Then I will okay. make this proposal to the captain. And while you're doing that, the other thing to note is the number of vehicles that have these types of advanced sensors that you put on a task will reduce the difficulty of the tasks by one per additional vehicle. For example, the Delamas Christian and the Eagle reduces the task difficulty by one. The Eagle and another temporary shuttle reduces the task difficulty by two. Can't get below zero in that case, but if you as many as you wanted to put on the task, you could continue to reduce that difficulty. Captain, what do you think? Is it worth it? What's the time frame looking like, Lieutenant? How long is that going to take? How quickly do I think I can get this done? You could probably get this done in the at least one ship done in the length of time it takes to get to the planet. All right. I can get at least one done by the time we make it to the gas giant. All right. Um, we're not going to be doing much of anything else while we're flying to the next planet, so let's go ahead and have your teams that you're not mission critical for the current scans start prepping for the retrofitting upgrade while we're on flight to the next system in case this one doesn't pan out any of these moods. Commander Shaw, do you want to assist? I know you've got an engineering background. We'd be glad to. Let's see let's see if we can supercharge these sensors. So you two leave the bridge, head down to engineering. Leaving on the bridge the captain and tactical officer as far as members of our cast while you're heading to the planet once you get there you can start the next scan the narrow band scan that will be an extended task as well that task has different needs and parameters we'll walk we'll go through the extended task piece even though your character is not going to be part of it with the narrow range scanner we have a base difficulty of two we have a resistance of two we have a magnitude of two, and we have an amount of work of 15, once again. Narrow bands. All right. And the, essentially each roll is going to take an hour? Yes. 
each round is an hour is the way to do the way that would work. Whereas the yeah. broadband was 15 minutes, the narrow band is in is hours. I'm going to start with the crew going down to the shuttles. One, the Eagle already has advanced sensors, so nothing needs to be done there. The the other shuttle is going to be the bus is still out. You have either the tank Abbott that you're hooking this up to, or you have the just one standard type. Then we have the Nessie. Oh yeah, and the Nessie. So you have the the Nessie, right? Because we have we can fit two of the three, right? Yep, correct. I think we would have brought along the Nessie in case we needed to do some biomedical scanning and the like, land on the planet and take samples and stuff. Okay. All right. So, which one did you want to soup up, the Tank Abbott or the Nessie? No, we've got the we've got the Eagle and the Nessie. We left oh, the I'm... Abbott back at the space station. Okay, right. gotcha. There we go. Why don't we? And you said we've got a standard shuttle as well. Yeah, there's a Type Seven. Why don't we soup up the standard shuttle? For now. Okay. I'd like to leave the Nessie available in case there's an actual emergency. Fair enough. So, you said the first step is taking the yep. initial sensors offline, correct? Correct. Pardon me a moment. I'm bringing up, I just got to grab my copy of Utopia Planitia, so I have it on hand. So, I have my shuttles. Type 7, got it. All right. I just wanted to have it on the ready. Yes, you have to take that offline, and that is a task difficulty of two. It's a reason engineering task of two. Okay. Reason engineering is 14. Uh, Commander Shaw is assisting me, so he gets a single dice to roll, correct? Provided you're successful, yes, he gets a single dice. All right, so I'm not going to purchase an extra dice for this one then because we have effectively three dice right now okay that is a three and a seven so that's two successes all right you don't happen to have a focus in anything sensor related do you no i don't unfortunately okay and your role lieutenant commander shaw I rolled a three, and I have an engineering of four with a small craft focus. Would that come into effect, or would that be two successes? Absolutely. <clears throat> I think we right. just two more. So that, did I do my math correctly? Is that five successes on a difficulty of two? Four. Or three? That's four successes, difficulty two for two momentum, correct? That sounds correct. All right. You have a total of four momentum. And we are still at a total of 12 threat for those keeping track at home. Four players, three threat per. All right. The next is the installation? Correct. This would be a control engineering or science preference to the player, again, with a difficulty of two. Since we've got it to spare, let me spend uh, momentum for an extra dice. Okay. All right. So my target number is 14. 11, 14, and 5, so that's three successes. Excellent. Lieutenant Commander? I got an 11, which is one success. So that is a total of four successes, again with two momentum. That puts us at our maximum of six for momentum. Threat remains. He spent the one, so we'd actually only get one. Oh, I'm sorry. So oh, you in total. One. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise. 
what is left is to reinitialize the scanners. This is also a two. And then I will spend one momentum again to get an extra dice. Okay. Difficulty, f- same roll as before? This would be, yeah, same roll as before. All right. There's a 15, a 16, and an 8, so there's only one success. Okay. But since you did roll a success, you may be assisted. Yes. Correct. And I rolled a 5, which is a single success. Excellent. That is the two you need. You have the scanners online. They are temporarily, as long as the ship is down in its engines, by 2. You have advanced scanners to... So it has, for the time being, it has engines of four, this Type 7 shuttle. And you're ready to go and online. While you are working on that, on route, is there anything else that you wish to be doing tactical? So now I just have this picture of a deflector dish duct taped to the top of the shuttle. Yeah. And like, Tenari standing there, yep, this will work. It's actually electromagnetic adhesive. (laughs) You're saying we just mobile home the shuttle? Pretty much. We'll have to come up with an acronym that spells out D-U-C-T. Yeah, I think think that would be great. I would love that. (laughs) There's got to be a marine acronym for that somewhere, Marty. I don't know. There's got to be. D-U-T connectivity tissue. (laughs) We always just call it 100 mile an hour tape. Where I live, it's basically referred to as E.B. Green. (laughs) But... Meanwhile, back on the bridge, you're, pu- you're pulling in, pulling up to the planet. This is a gas giant. It has a brilliant purplish blue hue as it's rotating around the sun. And as you're approaching it, the sun is on the far side of the planet and it's just cresting. So it offers this really nice view. You can actually, from where you are in orb- approaching orbit, see that it has its own unique kind of aurora effect that causes really striking brilliant colors various spectrum various spectrums and that's just really unusual like you've not seen these colors on a gas giant before and certainly not from an aurora effect with it so it's Mm -hmm. very unique and there's got to be a reason for it but it just strikes you as odd all right i will put it down in my odd notation file Con, go ahead and deploy the eagle, and let's begin our narrow band scan L LV CS scans. Okay. Are you so you're only sending out the eagle, or are you sending out both 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 ships? Oh, I thought you said it was going to take three days to modify. The- no, he could get the other one modified in the length of time it took you to get there. Oh, I thought you were saying the, the time it would take us to get to the next planet. No. Okay, that was my bad. Yep. But yeah, deploy. Release the hounds! <laughs> so, the Zalamis Christian and two of its shuttles arrange themselves in area to get a better scan of the planet and its moons. You're, or You take orbit on the planet, the Zalamis Christian, the other ship's back out a bit so they're scanning more of the area and triangulating all that information basically your difficulty is reduced by two for this task and everybody can get involved 
And reduced by two or reduced to two? By two. Okay, so it's a difficulty zero task thing? Correct. It is now Thanks. a difficulty zero task. Well done, Lieutenant. Thank you, sir. So Couldn't I'm have done it without the commander's assistance. Actually, yeah. Commander, make a note. We're going to need to restock our provisions of a duct tape. <laughs> Roger that, sir. Worth its weight in latinum. <laughs> don't let the don't let the chief hear you say that. <laughs> He'll bar you down to at least a couple, only a couple strips. <laughs> All right. And uh, since you're the first one on the work track today, or the latest one on the work track today, Lieutenant Commander Shaw, would you care to make your first roll? You're rolling against a difficulty of zero. And whatever you would be doing to assist in the gathering and or retrieval and or analysis of the sensor data for this planet and its moon systems. In command... And I do have a focus on team dynamics, so if I roll under the command, that would be two successes, possibly. All right. And it's just one die, right? Or is it two? No, you'd roll two. Two. And I should have asked this before. Are you on one of the shuttles, or are you on the Dilamas Christian at this point? I think since I helped fix uh, the sensors, I would probably be on the sensor shuttle in case something breaks down again, and then keep the chief engineer on the on the main ship in case they need to help with something there. Sounds like a plan. In that case, if you have a success, the ship will be able to assist you. And I have an eight and a twelve, which twelve meets it, beats it, right? Correct. So the twelve and the eight are both successes. Excellent. And Dave, would you be kind enough to roll for the Type 7 shuttle? My pleasure. And computers and science would be a total of seven. That is a 15. Okay, so no help from the ship. And you said, so you had two successes, is that correct? That is correct. All right, so that is obviously success and two momentum. At this point, we generate the momentum because he can spend it on this on this work dice roll before yeah. it goes away. So we should be even when he spends that momentum, you're at six. Is that correct? So we're at seven right now, and then if he he can choose to spend one to re-roll, choose to spend one to add just a okay. six uh, track, and then at the end of the roll, the completion of the task roll, that's when you check to see if there's more any, than six momentum any overage okay gotcha yeah. all right so what you would do at this point is you're going to take out your d6s because this is like your damage rolls and what you're going to do is roll based on your two plus your discipline score in this area so you're talking about number of dice so yeah com command is four and, uh, and two so be six dice correct and do you have Star Trek dice or regular D6s? Regular D6s. And okay. I know, so I got a one and a six, a two, four and a five. Okay, so the two counts, the five counts, the one counts, and the six counts. So one counts as one, two counts as two, three, four are zeros, and five and sixes are one plus an effect 
So I don't know if you have the Naked Time or the Miracle Worker talent or any of those extended talent task talents. No. So I got one, one, two, a two, so that's three, a five, and a six is five total. Five, five total. Excellent. That's so great. The, the magic number we're looking for is seven. So probably since we have that one momentum that's gonna go away anyway, if you you can spend one to re-roll any or all of your dice, so you can re-roll the two that didn't. I will spend the two that did not succeed. Excellent. And I got a three and a five, so one more success. Don't take the risk and just for one extra a momentum by another work, so we get the seven we're looking for. Okay. All that right. sounds like a plan. That will leave you to five momentum total and five works and equals a breakthrough, so you are halfway done with this particular task of scanning scanning the planet the planetary and its microsystem. We're going to slip over to the chief engineer. You're still on board the Delanus Christian. And what would you like to do towards this, this effort? I would like to see if I can channel power from the warp drive to the sensors to see if we can get them a little extra range, a little extra oomph. Okay. One of your engineers says, boosting the gain. Chief, all set. Ready when you are. Now, would my warp field dynamics focus? I'll allow it. Okay. And this is region engineering? Yep. All right. And I would like to spend a momentum for an extra dice, please. All right. Let me pull that. The dice is yours, sir. All right. So my target number is 14. Oh, wow. Three, four, and two, and my engineering is four, so that's six successes. Damn. Nice. Damn, son. <laughs> Adam, would, uh, you yeah, roll for, a- would you roll for the ship just because, hey, why the hell not? Yeah. <laughs> What's the target number? Engine's engineering would be an 11. Okay, I got a six. Excellent. That's another success, so you have a total of s- seven. You've got a lot of momentum to spend, sir. What can we spend momentum on so now? You can, at the you end can, of my turn, the extra is going to go away, correct? Correct. Yes. So we can create some advantages. We can do some rolling. Let me let me do a search of the rule book. Momentum spend. I know it's in here somewhere. All right. Looks like page eighty-three, maybe. That's the standard momentum rules. Uh, one extended task. It is page 91, Extended Tasks and Momentum Table. So there's essentially three, oh, that's right. There's three things you can spend it on. All of them cost one. The first one is one-for-one repeatable additional work. So you can spend one momentum to increase the work done by one. Piercing, which is the similar to in combat, this actually lets you ignore up to two resistance for this task for one. So it is actually the kind of the most efficient use of it, but you have to do it ahead of time. And then you may re-roll any number of challenge dice from the task for one. Okay, so um, I think the obvious then is to spend two points of piercing to remove up the, the two resistance. You only need to spend the one because you up to two. It's a yeah. one for two. 
Okay. Yeah. So you can spend, spend one, one for that, and then you can spend one for however many extra dice you want to roll. And then, but save yourself one for a re-roll in case you don't quite edit. You do get the advantage of rolling first before deciding not to spend the re-roll or the oh. additional work. There you go. Which is what we've been doing. I had forgotten about the piercing as the third option. So let's go ahead and spend the one for the piercing. Got it. Now, how many six-siders am I rolling? Two plus your engineering score. So that's six. And we've got eight. We got nine. Ten. No, yeah. we had, we had got five. Ten. We got seven. So we had 12. Yeah. We spent one. Where he spent, yes, we're at... I've never seen ten. We've never, I've never seen this much momentum before. <laughs> All right, so I'm rolling six dice. All right, two, three, four, four, five, six. So the two counts as a double. Five, six count as one. Yep. And three, four, four. Nothing. Or zeros. So I can spend momentum a three, four, four, right? Yeah, you can reroll those three dice. So let's drop a momentum. Let me re-roll those. Got it. Three, six, and one. Okay, so two more. That's five, correct? One, two, three, four, five, six, because I've got a two in there. Okay. So spend spend an additional one to get us to seven. You don't even need the seven, because he already got used piercing to get rid of the resistance. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it doesn't even need it. So oh. you've got nine. So... Let's start creating some advantages and stuff. So you've can so essentially we have the you are going to be successful. You've got enough to be successful, but you've got momentum to spend in the immediate to create advantages if you so wish. Yes. Yeah, so well, what if the the process of tying these three systems together has enhanced our ability potentially providing a benefit to the next set of scans. Like oh some God. kind of Doppler effect for our scans. Yeah, we have so better resolution. Yeah. I'm absolutely okay with that. I would also be okay with, while the fix that you did on the shuttle is by design a temporary fix, if you wish to spend two momentum to make that a permanent thing, so you will that will be a permanent fix, and your engine will resume to its standard on that shuttle. I basically just give it the trait of advanced sensor suite based on the level of success for this particular challenge. So I think that would t- I think those two effects basically creating a protocol that you can use for any scan between these three vessels and making that a permanent fix for your Type Seven shuttle. I'm absolutely down with that if that meets to the crew's liking. I like that. Yeah. Uh, that would be two and two, so that bring us back down to five where we started. Yep. And what I would like at this point is a bit of meta. You have a shuttle that has yet to be named. It's a Type 7. So whatever you choose to name it will be, one, part of the naming convention for any standard shuttles involved with the Dalamus Christian. But it would basically be a named shuttle that we'll do up a full-on character sheet and give it its actual uh, advantage for the future as well. Groovy. Lieutenant, since this was your idea, I'll give you the naming it. The Kitty Hawk comes to mind. (laughs) That's true. I like it. Kitty Hawk. (laughs) 
I, and I say that because you spoke with such reverence for that yeah. and, uh, and North Carolina that I felt that that sparked something within me. And for the audience listening, I, that was something we said just pre-show. We were just talking about stuff in general. And Dave spoke on the Kitty Hawk as being something that, that he liked as a ship name and has used it in his old FASA game. Yep. So we can name the shuttle the Kitty Hawk. I dig it. I dig it. All right. With that, we have success. On the moons, there are two planets. One of the large moons and one of the small moons, which look like they should be sufficient. You do know from experience that the Zindi have not liked smaller planetoids. Something on the scope of a large moon, they have not necessarily balked at, but you haven't really found any that would work. But So the moonlit, while it would be functional and actually meets all the technical requirements, you do know it's a heavy lift to convince the Zindi to, to say yes to that unless you find something on that particular planetoid that would be expressly interesting to them or worthwhile. But at this stage, once you're done and the shuttles return to the ship, tactical, you receive a communication from Aslan Station, a hail, subspace communication, and it is Commodore Pritchard's office, but speaking to you will be the Zindi ambassadors, plural from Aslan Station. Is the captain on the bridge? Yes, he is. Okay. Sir, we have a communication from As- Aslan. The Zindi are looking to speak to you. Very good. Is it coded confidential? No. All right. Put it up on the screen. There is a Zindi primate as well as a Zindi insectoid ambassador. The Zindi insectoid ambassador is a bit jittery in his motions and movements and is speaking fast enough that the Universal Translator is not quite picking up on it. This indicates that he is either quite excited or quite agitated. Captain. Now. Ambassador, please uh, slow down and allow the translator to catch up. And you can see his robes billow from the sides as he exhales and the air moves in and out of his carapace and then begins to slow. Captain, tell me of your progress. We grow impatient. We should be leaving soon. We have just completed scans of system AL34-35455Q. And one of the very large moons of the Jovian gas giant is very promising, Ambassador. I should have more information within the next few hours if this planetoid is possibly suitable for your needs. Planetoid? You cannot find me a whole planet? It's a very large moon, bigger than even Earth. I would not waste your time with something puny, Ambassador. It sounds like you are trying to placate and yet convince the Ambassador of your level of confidence. 
Yeah, a little diplomacy. Yeah, I would. I would love to see a command. An opposed uh, test. An opposed test. Yes, let's do that. All right. Then I will spend three momentum to get four dice. And I kind of like that thought. I'm going to spend three threat. <laughs> we got to drain him down slowly, Marty. Until he realizes how little he has. All right. Holy crap. Can you be assisted in a opposed challenge? How would you be doing so? Because I would not say... I would say it'd be very difficult to do, but I will not say a flat no, because I can think there are probably ways where that could happen, depending on what you're doing. I think it would just be like feeding the captain little pointers for his conversation that will help out as, a, as they come across little... little how beautiful that purple plane was and then like just not actually saying anything but like feeding to his his console as he's speaking so that he can know specifics and have everything at his fingertips that he needs as he's talking whatever the conversation is going predict him where he's going next or see what he's leading towards and then feed him specifics that so he can sound like he's all right there on the ball i would go insight command and i would be absolutely okay with that assist and then Real quickly, would either my diplomacy, composure, Starfleet protocol, or xenoanthropology focuses be applicable? Definitely diplomacy. All right. And, uh, I also have the advisor talent, so when I assist someone with command, the character being assisted may reroll 1d20. Excellent. Fortunately, I don't need it because I rolled a 2, a 4, a 7, and a 14, so I have six successes. He has... Significantly less than that. <laughs> oh, speaking of, did we gain momentum off of that? Would be the difference between his role and mine. Yeah, he only had two successes. All right, refill. <laughs> so you're back to six, I think, is the way that would work if I did my math right. Captain, if your work is so promising then I will be content to give you the extra time. Report back to me within one day. You have done well. The past month is behind us. We will not speak of those failures again. We will look to the future together. Of course. Thank and you, Ambassador. His multiple arms raise, lowers his head a little bit, and then he claxes his fingers together, his mandibles click, clicker, and the screen goes black. Commander Ocean, would you please give me a channel to the Commandant's office? I'd like to talk to his executive officer, please. I will connect you to his XO. I believe that call was coming directly from his office. So I will do the, I will connect with that individual. The EXO is not in, but you do have the you do have Lieutenant Gerald, who is the head of communications for the station. So I'll page them. They're ready when you are. And this would be on a secure frequency. Absolutely, uh, Gerald. This is the Dilemmas Christian requesting a secure communication with the 
Exo. Exo is off station. I don't think I'd be able to arrange that at the moment. Commodore Pritchard should be free of his meeting shortly, or I, as the second officer currently on station, can certainly take any matters that you feel are important. So I'm assuming that this is audible to the bridge. So I will look at the cap. I will look at Captain Tobor and raise an eyebrow. Yeah, I'll talk to the lieutenant commander. That'll okay. work. Patching you through. You are speaking to a station. This lieutenant is the commander. Commander, how are you? I just had a very unpleasant call with a Zindi ambassador. And I'm wondering why he was calling me from your station. He was calling you because he's an ambassador. And when ambassadors speak, Starfleet listens. Yes, but Starfleet also has our own protocols, and those communications should be going through the diplomatic corps. Otherwise, why do we have them? Let's just say, between you and I... The diplomatic officers on station, they don't have the hunter's instinct when it comes to expressing themselves in a stern manner. And so they got what they wanted in this case. I am sure that Commodore Pritchard will be having words with the diplomatic corps officers assigned to the station once the Zindi have disembarked. Perfect. That is mostly why I wanted to connect with the XO and you as well to let you know that the ambassadors are circumventing our protocols in their impatience. So we're going to continue working out here and finding them a planet, but I just wanted to give you all back at Astalin a heads up on what's going on. Very much appreciated, Commander. Is there anything else that we can do to help you from the station? Unless you have a habitable planet about yay big by yay big by yay big that can hold a million Zindi. I'll check my luggage compartment. If I find something usable, I'll make sure it's on the first shuttle out to you. Excellent. All right. I'll talk to you when we get back, Commander. Of course. Apologies for the issue. Nothing you did wrong. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Station out. As of station out. With that... We close that scene. And we drop down a momentum. Next time on Star Trek Preservations. I would propose that we finish our scans. We're more than happy to share the information with you. We have a lot of... I already have it. Oh, we'd love to see it if you're willing to share it with us. Otherwise, we can conduct it on our own. There's an old addendum. Didn't quite make the rules of acquisition. But it goes something like, when you are selling the shuttle, they get a test drive. But they don't get to look at everything. You said it was good enough for your needs. So it's good enough for your needs. Should be enough to negotiate prices, terms, We should talk deal now. If anything you would find from this point would make it less than good for your needs, that puts you at an advantage and me at a disadvantage. No good game, man. 
would ever allow himself to be put in disadvantage. We are even now. There are mysteries for you. You have little questions. There are mysteries for me. I don't know exactly what you need, but I don't need to know that. I need to know how much you are willing to spend. And allow me to suggest something. When one mutes a conversation, one should make sure the person on the other side of the screen cannot read lips. <laughs> I am very fluent in your Captain Kirk and his cut the noise motions. <laughs> 